Welcome here to Scandinavian Tennis Podcast. My name is Rune Thompson. And my name is Linus Eriksson. Here we will talk you through this week's most interesting happenings on the tennis tours. Vamos, let's go! We have Monday morning here and uh, it's about time for a new episode of the Scandinavian Tennis Pod, the podcast where me and Linus Eriksson and Rune Thompson wraps up the action from Scandinavian Tennis uh, from the previous week. And uh, of course, we will talk a lot about the Billie Jean King Cup uh, matches that have passed by. Uh, Rune, have you followed them closely? Yeah, but the the live score and the live stream there was uh, non-existent in uh, from Antalya, so it was not so easy to to follow. Actually, I had to follow uh, through uh, people that had social media and then what the federation was posting more than on the live score because some some days there was no live score and it yeah. was yeah so bad. So I think that ITF. Uh, could have done a, a better job there. There should be maybe not a live stream on all of them, but there should at least be a proper live score, uh, I would say. I, I agree. And and it was not only from Antalya. It was uh, rough to follow the match from, from Sweden as well. Uh, and I think like half of the day they had live score and half of the day not. So uh, yeah, that was horrible, to be honest. But, uh, well, uh, the the Scandinavian teams did, uh, some did very well and some did, had a tougher week. Uh, should we start with uh, your uh, home country, Rune, Denmark? Yeah, I think they did what they, I mean, was meant to be. They stayed up. Maybe they would have liked not to play for the regulation against Egypt on the last day. But I think that's what we can expect from them also, what I said. And I also think that a lot of the girls there didn't have any experience. And I think in general, it was a little bit of a mess for the team. Not similar to last year where they had this case with Olga Helmi that went home. But uh, <laughs> uh, on a, still, uh, there is some uh, some issues for among the the group and the team and the, the team spirit and how the 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 girls see see themselves i think uh, maybe it's common uh, for for teams or maybe it's just a, a issue for for danish girls i don't know uh, we can also say that also if we can compare it some danish girls go to college and they don't really fit in with the team dynamic uh, there and they go home after one year i have experienced that so maybe it's it's a tiny thing i don't know but there were some some issues but they managed to pull it and of course clara is a big star and she delivered again didn't lose a match once all singles she played and uh, the deciding double so of course without clara they will play in division two uh, two questions there. Clara didn't play all the matches. She had uh, she's still struggling with some injuries, or no? I think they just want not to uh, overload her with matches and also matches that is not uh, important. I mean, the important thing is when the, when they start out beating Croatia. Of course, they were looking up in the ladder because they thought Croatia was a very good team. But of course, Croatia ended last because they had, they didn't have the best players. So then after, when they start losing to first Sweden and then afterwards to uh, to Serbia uh, and Norway, they knew that it, it didn't really matter uh, who played because they will have to face uh, the last match against uh, Bulgaria and mm. then in, against Egypt. So I think it's just a tactical point of view and of course not to overload Clara. And she never played a double. Uh, she, and, did, she did. She did. She did in the last match against Egypt uh, because it was deciding if they lost a double, it would went down. So of course she helped the team and the country. She, 
You're right. She played the last one. That's correct. Okay. My bad. My bad. Uh, all right. And uh, Munk Mortensen and Svensson, they did what they were expecting to do, or? No, of course. I mean, I think nobody expects you to, to get a match in Fed Cup and then lose 6 0 6 0. I think that's not expected. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Uh, okay. Well, straight forward here from Rune Thompson. Uh, and uh, moving on to Norway that uh, finished uh, the place above Denmark in the Pool B. Uh, Norway finished fourth in the in the group stage. And wh- what can we say about the Norwegian team? Very thin. Uh, very, very thin. They can very also thin. I agree. Easily, easily go down uh, next year or next year again. They don't really have any top players. They have a very uh, uh, small squad. Uh, if they put in the third and the fourth player, they are very weak, we can say, without uh, offending anybody. No. No. Uh, so I think, and I don't know how, how much uh, Ulrike can play singles anymore. Of course, she did now, all of them. But again, she hasn't been playing singles for, for many years, or at least on a regular basis. So I think uh, Norway, yeah should be happy with the ending over Denmark and they should be happy staying. But I don't think the the future for Norwegian female tennis uh, in terms of Billie Jean Cup, King Cup, looks so good. No. And I mean, uh, all, I think yeah, all credit to, to Ricky that is playing both singles and doubles uh, this year as well. But she will not be able to do that for maybe even not next year uh, to, to play both. It's so tough every day. Uh, no, no, but one thing is playing both, but also having level. I mean, of course, if you put in a player and you know they're going to lose, then it's yeah. the same if you put in the backup player and you know they will lose. So I think that maybe, uh, yeah, maybe they should uh, try to get uh, one of the backup players ready for singles for, for next year already. But again... But I don't know who that is. No, but, but that is, uh, at the moment, it's uh, Lili Hoset or Emilie Elde. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. And uh, to the uh, the positive team this week, maybe then, Sweden. No, I think everything is positive because they stayed up. Nobody went down. So, and only three teams goes up out of 11. So, I think it's, if you can say, it is a fair majority of the team that stays. So, if you stay, it's not a disaster, but it's also not a, a, a huge uh, success. So, I think it's just average. Okay, but Sweden is positive though. Yeah, yeah, they went. Now they get a match in November, as a as I said, uh, and I will say that uh, if they come in with also Miriam at that time, they could have a, ch- a shot against uh, any any team. Yeah, and uh, the the big question uh, is: Do you think they should bring in Miriam that haven't of helped course. the team this week? Of course, of course. Why, why is it of course? Because uh, sometimes also Slatan Ibrahimovic is not playing the quality matches for Sweden in the in the first phase, but he's still there for the for the playoff. So I think it's it's logical. So we we'll always bring the best team as you can, unless there is some something uh, that uh, really stands out. So the superstars can do that. Miriam and Slatan Ibrahimovic can. That was a good comparison. I think that uh, Miriam would like that. Uh, I hope so at least. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who wouldn't? No, but a, a strong performance by by I think yeah, all the players actually this week. Uh, of course, uh, Rebecca was the the star this week, uh, and uh, and Henneman they they played all the important singles. Uh, well, they, they yeah, almost at least. Uh, and um, and Ronaldo and Jacqueline uh, did did what they were supposed to do as well when they played. So 
I think they did, did a good performance, the whole team. And uh, it would be interesting to hear the players' reflection of uh, having help from Johanna uh, on the bench as the Fed Cup captain. Uh, I think maybe they uh, they got some confidence from her, her there as well. So, uh, yeah, good week for, for the Swedish team, definitely, uh, I think. I think I think so. I mean, a um, lot of the times uh, they were under pressure. And I'm very impressed with, with Kaiser and her fighting spirit because many of the matches she was first out on the courts so that means she has to deal with with all the the pressure and the uncertainty of how the match will go on and mm -hmm. she started very bad in in a lot of them like going down set but mm -hmm. fight it back uh, and and won like yeah three three setters uh in single so very good job uh, i think uh, for her and hopefully it can uh, boost her confidence uh, now for the for the single tournaments that is coming up because I think uh, that would be very needed for her. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. I think it's super strong week by by Hennemann. Uh, I'm I'm really impressed by by both this year and last year when she <laughs> was uh, the 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 very important player for for Sweden and last year to to help them uh, stay stay in this division and and this year now to to make it through to the playoffs. So. Uh, Maybe she she raised her level a little bit in the the when she's playing for the team uh, that uh, she has something more to play for. Uh, and also, I will say she's maybe the most fit uh, player in Antalya because she's the only one that can play single three hours and then go out and play doubles again. You don't see many other women doing that uh, four days in a row. I think it's it's very good. That's so, very good. So big uh, thumbs up to her fitness coach uh, in Sweden. Yes, uh, but I think now she she doesn't play until first of May, so she will probably have two weeks off here, uh, which maybe is in, uh, an interesting scheduling. Uh, but uh, yeah, we will see what happens uh, when she's back on court again. Uh, maybe she needed to um, take care of her. Uh, I think it's uh, is it wrist that she have had problems with. Uh, so so we will see. Uh, anyway, uh, and Finland. Finland. As I said to you, they are not here. They were in Division Three. Ah, and they okay. I need to say and they I play. I, I can tell you, they 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 are not playing uh, at at the moment. The dates is to be announced. So yeah, we okay. will see. All but right. it's played in Skopje later this year somehow. Uh, so then I guess it's back to uh, back to the tours here now, uh, and uh, we have uh, a new carrier high for uh, the Finnish uh, Salminen, right? Yes, it's true. Uh, Patrick made a final again in Madrid uh, with his uh, Dutch partner, Bart Stevens, and now he's uh, career high 95. So very good, Patrick. And yeah, it will be interesting to see because the next push is not easy. The next push is very tough uh, to make in, in doubles because now he has to win challenges and he has to win quite a lot or he has to get into the ATP uh, events and that's not so easy with his uh, ranking now. Okay, but we, we can let him be a little happy now for this uh, new career high first. Or? Of course, of course, yeah. of course. Uh, no, great, nice to see. And uh, Finland is keep uh, producing um, high-level uh, doubles players, uh, I guess. Uh, and uh, more, we have uh, Holger. Yeah, we have Holger Rune in final in the, the first big clay uh, event. Holger Rune is from, uh, yeah, also reaching career high this uh, Monday. So it's impressive what he has achieved. And I think that uh, what he did to especially Medvedev, uh, but also to Yannick Sina is uh, yeah, showing that we have uh, a, a guy that 
can play on clay, first of all, but also a guy that can contend for the Grand Slam trophies in the future. So, yeah, very interesting to see uh, how it will end out uh, because he shows a lot of passion. He shows a lot of attitude, which is, of course, uh, interesting always, to watch. Always but I think discussions that, about his attitude. Always discussions yeah. about his attitude. Yeah, yeah, because he's uh, now uh, they compare him with a, a former Danish handball uh, female player, Anja Andersen, that also showed a lot of uh, passion uh, on the court that was uh, her own biggest uh, enemy, you can say. And I think it's the same with uh, with Holger. Maybe Ruble won yesterday, but I think that, again, if Holger didn't have uh, spent so much energy on himself, uh, especially when he missed uh, some smashes in the deciding uh, third set, I think that he could have pulled it off. But again, he's young, he will learn. And uh, I think uh, playing first clay event and going to the finals in Masters, beating world number one is is pretty okay. Yeah. Uh, and he has stopped with Muratoglu. Yeah, I think that maybe they, he was there this week. I think I saw him a couple of uh -huh. times in the box. Okay, okay, okay. Um, all right. And uh, do we have yeah. any anyone else? Well, yeah, yeah. We of course we have again Dragos Madras from Sweden. <laughs> That's right. Again, we we can say Dragos is always in final in Antalya unless we say something else. Yes, that is. But again, it's crazy that in a global sport like tennis, uh, where that we can say it's so certain that this guy is, is in the final because it should not be possible. Of course, Jagas has an insane high level and the conditions are very good for him there. But still, he, you have to win five ma four matches against other guys that is uh, playing full-time tennis. So it's not so easy, but it is very impressive. Uh, and again, he didn't drop any set until in the final. But, and but this guy... a little disappointed that he didn't win the title. No, no, this guy is actually similar to, to Dragas. I will not, because he's not Scandinavian, we don't have to go into details. But this guy is also living in Antalya uh, all year <laughs> round, and these conditions are also very good for him. Uh, so I round. think it, 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 it can be a clash again very soon, and maybe already next week, uh, uh, and hopefully Dragas will uh, pull him this time. But uh, there, there could be more battles uh, this year between these two guys in, in Antalya. They have actually, she, he have actually only played in Antalya this year. Yes, exactly. He lives there. He lives there. He, he lives there. Yes, or practice there, or I don't know. But he he's he's there. Okay, okay, uh, <laughs> okay. But all right. So so uh, Dragos is now almost two fifty, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe exactly. So, I mean, when is the time to <laughs> to take the flight from Antalya? Uh, I don't know when the coach gets faster. Maybe uh, I think that now he he will play minimum two or three more weeks there, and then uh, he will try to to close in for the for the um, uh, Roland Garros quali uh, that is going out 14th of May. I think so. He has another month there to make it. Um, but but he 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 have one title. No wait, he have. He has 16 points, 9th of May in Kazakhstan to defend. Yes. So that otherwise, means... That... Otherwise, he don't have so much more, actually. No, no. But there's also only two more weeks to play before the 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 entry close. So it you have to make points. Yeah. This is last week where you can make points for, 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 for Roland Garros, actually. This is last week. For quali. For quali. Today is for main draw. But okay. for quali, it's last week. So that means everybody that has to push 
inside 225, 230, they have to make a resolve this week. So so after this list, he it might be time to try to go higher. Or I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what he he wants. But I just say for French Open, it's uh, it's uh, last week. It would be fun if he just stayed in Antalya whole year and and made it like twenty five titles or something. Yes, like yes. an unbeatable record forever. That's that's true. But as 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 you said, he also have fifteen to defend this week, and then sixteen in Shimken, and then thirty in Banja Luka. So we will see what he will do. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's really fun to follow him though. Yes, uh, and uh, hopefully we can uh, yeah uh, talk more to him uh, soon. Then we have some doubles uh, results on the ITF level. Holmgren again crushing doubles. Maybe he should. It's time for him to change to doubles. Final again in Shamilshaik with the uh, Moldovian Parda. Uh, the loss to uh, to a good team in the final, but a very good uh, performance in doubles again from Holmgren. That is career high now for sixty in doubles. So maybe yeah he will play more doubles in the future. We will see. And then we have uh, also in doubles, uh, Fanny Östlund again in Burundi, final in M25, and also reaching career high, 372 after this. One win and one final is pretty good in Burundi for Fanny. Yeah, in uh, yeah in double. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and uh, amazing tournament scheduling this uh, this year by her. But we said it last year, last week as well. No, no, I think she, she, she's for sure uh, one of the smartest uh, uh, players to make schedule in uh, in Scandinavia. Uh, yeah, and she also maximized the uh, the uh, how how do you say the life experience from being a tennis player on this level when she going to, she's going to different places and uh, and so so uh, yeah I think it's uh, amazing and more players should have followed her way this year uh, definitely. I agree. I agree, especially the one that is, uh, yeah, from uh, from six hundred and or five hundred and below for sure. Yeah, yeah. And uh, all right. Junior yes. Tour? Yes. Then we go to our favorite tour, junior tour, where all the upcoming players are, yeah, participating, and and uh, we can follow them, and we can see who will hopefully be the next uh, Holger Rune in Scandinavia or Kasper Rud or or Tobiasen or Emil Rosovoy. <laughs> and where do we start from the top? Yes, in J200 in Istre in France, we have our Norwegian friend Budkov Kjær making a win in doubles with his Dutch partner. Uh, Nikolai has, uh, I mean, of course, it's tough when you move up in, in grades, but in singles, it has been tough for him because, of course, the level is, is a lot higher than he was used to. On the on the lower level on the J four and the J three now he plays uh, players inside two hundred all the times in first round of main draw so of course it's it's not uh, been so many uh, singles wins this year and uh, but then it's very good to <laughs> to get a, a double win in the J two hundred and and hopefully uh, now he's main draw in the Beaulieu the J three hundred next week where he will uh, play. Um, Again, and hopefully he can get a little bit of breakthrough uh, in singles. I think that will be a very big confidence move. Uh, also, maybe then he can play slam quality for, for French Open. He, he, I saw uh, po- posted pictures when he was uh, practicing in uh, Monte Carlo this week, <laughs> actually with uh, Rublev and uh, some other guys. So, yes, for him. That's, that's very good. And hopefully it can be, uh, yeah, 
uh, a good push for him. But uh, yeah, I think that as it seems now, if we should predict a little bit with, with Nikolai, and I, I like to do that, I would say that I think it will be on the other half of the summer we will see where he will go deep in these higher higher junior wins. I think he needs a little bit more time to uh, yeah to absorb and get used to this, which is normal. So uh, yeah, mm. all right, yeah. And then we have our upcoming also two thousand and six uh, Finnish uh, top uh, junior boy Otto Matikanen that uh, made final. Uh, win in singles in Latvia and semifinals in doubles. I think that is a very good week for Otto and uh, hopefully also he can be playing some higher grades now. Now he plays J3 uh, this week also in Latvia, same place. Uh, but um, hopefully he can uh, push inside 200 and then start moving up because it will be amazing for, for Finland to have a, a boy playing uh, Junior Slam again uh, next year. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, yeah. And then we have the last result that is a boys double also from Latvia. Final, Matikin and Savolainen uh, played in the same, turnering, uh, same tournament as Otto played uh, and they made final and double. And then very surprising and actually I think for the first time in our history we don't have any girls results in juniors. I think it's because no. most, of, most of the girls were playing uh, uh, Swedish junior championship and I think that uh, the others were were resting or transitioning to to clay. Yeah, yeah. The the, the Danish and the Norwegian girls can't play in Sweden. So, uh, but uh, should we? No, no. But but they also played national championship as as, as I told you uh, in the last podcast where they I said they were finishing on Sunday with final. So it is not so easy to go Sunday ah. and then go straight on to make it for signing. So I mean I think they have a a valid excuse all of them. Okay. Uh, should we mention uh, shortly about the Swedish Championship, maybe? Uh, Bella, yeah, I mean, Bella we, have, we, have, we have done it uh, with, the, with the other two, so I think it would be a little bit unfair if we start mentioning names in the Swedish Championship and didn't do it in the Norwegian and Danish Championship. Okay, so we skip that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's true. We need to be fair to everyone. Uh, that's, uh, that's correct. Um, so uh, something else to mention from the world of tennis, uh, maybe uh, what's up for this next week? Yeah, I think that now when the hopefully the spring and the sun is coming to Scandinavia, there will be more players playing because now they can go outside and we have a very interesting May coming up on Swedish soil with ITF uh, uh, 25 and 15 uh, for the women's. It is in Varberg and Bostad where I'm sure all the Swedish uh, pro players and juniors will participate. And on the men's, we have 25 in Varnamo and in Kalmar. And I also hope that uh, some of the uh, Scandinavian uh, players will, will come there. Nice. So nice. I think that that is what we can uh, say right now uh, for, for the upcoming uh, month. And then I hope that uh, many uh, more outdoor courts will be opened up in Scandinavia here in the next week because I think uh, yeah that will be good for everybody because the capacity goes up at least in 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 Denmark for that's sure. definitely how it is and uh, now we're recording this on on Monday here uh, and some qualifications have already started this weekend but should we wait with mentioning that or yeah yeah I, I think we hope that they make it through to the main draw and then they do a deep run and then they can be mentioned uh, next Monday or next Sunday. 
Okay, let's do that. Uh, Rune, uh, always a pleasure uh, talking to you. And we'll see if we have a guest on uh, for the next uh, episode. Uh, otherwise, it's uh, always uh, great to to chat you and me as well, I think. Uh, you're, uh... It was good that ha- to have you back, uh, Linus. I think that uh, I hopefully we can do more. And uh, I hope that uh, you enjoyed your, your Easter holiday. And I, I hope everybody did. Uh, definitely, definitely. All right. Should we call it like that for, for this time? And uh, yeah, uh, we uh, all the listeners, we stay in touch uh, uh, next week as well. Thanks everyone for listening and always fun to talk to Mr. Tennis Rune Thompson. Uh, who knows more about the international results and uh, tennis overall than uh, Rune does. It's amazing how he follows all the tours. And uh, guys, take care, have a great week and talk to you soon again.